0: away, let's head back to the broadcast booth and rejoin Wes Counts and Chip Walters. Let's go!
1: Second half coming up here from the Alamo Dome. Middle Tennessee trailing 10 to nothing and Wes as we kind of left it at the end of the first half that doesn't sound like a, a huge mountain to overcome. 10 points but when you look at the numbers and what you saw through your eyeballs here in this first half is that utsa really dominated this football game
2: yeah they, i mean middles you know you give give the defense a lot of credit uh,
1: to keeping it to 10 to, tend to, to nothing. keep
2: it to 10 to nothing i mean
1: got two turnovers
2: uh, yeah turnovers uh you know I, I think there was a turnover on down no that was middle they had the downs but still i mean uh they've you had, done you had a really the fumble
1: good over here in the interception return so
2: the defense is held in there. I mean, granted they've given up 257 yards in in 30 minutes of football, but uh, I mean this is a this is a good offense, and they've done a good job of keeping them out of the end zone and keeping them away from points. So if your offense, if Middles' offense can get going at all uh, with 56 yards uh, in the first half over six drives, uh, they, they got a lot of work to get going, and they really need to do it in a in a hurry because this this. Uh, I got a feeling Coach Trailer's fired up at, at everybody, the referees, the, the, the situation. So I'm sure it wasn't all that pleasant in the San Antonio off- uh, halftime locker room.
1: I'll give you a quick rundown on scores uh, as things are happening fast now within Conference USA uh, tonight. Once the sun went down, the games have picked up. Uh, Louisiana Tech had led SMU, and SMU came back and scored a field goal very, very late and won that ball game 39-37. Marshall now up at halftime on East Carolina, 24-21. Late first, FAU up 7 nothing on Fordham. Old Dominion and Liberty are at halftime, and it's 28-17, Liberty over Old Dominion. Charlotte at Georgia State, no score in the second quarter. FIU and Texas Tech tied at 7 apiece. Troy trailing at Southern Miss 3-0. That is early in the second quarter. UAB has scored first on North Texas and that's a seven 0 game, three minutes deep into the first quarter. Rice and Texas coming up uh, in about 10 minutes or so at seven o'clock central time. We're set to go, Middle Tennessee kicking off after UTSA had won the toss and deferred their choice. Scott Payne kicks it off and it'll be taken at the goal line by Taylor. Up across the 15-20, spins out of a tackle to the 23-yard line, and he's brought down there. From Middle Tennessee on the tackle, Andrew Leak, redshirt freshman linebacker from Lagrange, Georgia, and Wes. There have been some pretty good Blue Raiders come out of Lagrange, Georgia.
2: Yeah, Lagrange, Forsyth. Yeah, that's that's a, that's uh, that's almost Blue Raider country down there in North Georgia.
1: third quarter first possession for either team and this drive will start at the 24-yard line for UTSA. Harris is the quarterback. McCormick the running back he gets the first call of the second half and he gets it across the 25 to the 26-yard line where Cody Smith met him angrily after a two-yard pickup. Jonathan Butler has added a brace to his right knee at halftime. They'll screen it out. It's gonna be caught by Cephas. First man missed, that was Blankenship, but it slowed him up enough where Cody Smith was able to put him down after a game to the 29 yard line, a pickup of three. So a third and five from the 29 on the first possession of the second half for UTSA. Played less than a minute here in the third quarter, back to throw Harris. Over the middle, caught, first down, CIFA spun out of a tackle and finally knocked down by Blankenship at the 45-yard line. And when Blankenship hit him, it catapulted him for an extra four yards. And Jonathan Butler down again, this time at the 40-yard line. They're gonna put it up at the 49, so they ended up with 20 yards on that play, Wes.
2: Yeah, I mean they're they're explosive. You you, you get a guy, get a receiver in stride and let him keep running up field, he can get some do some damage. Middle went with a nickel coverage on that. They brought in a, a guy that hadn't gotten a lot of a lot of reps, Dietrich Stanley, in at safety.
1: Well Blue Raiders have been short some players. If you have not heard DQ Thomas's name there's a reason he is not in the lineup today, medically unable to perform this afternoon. And Shaitan Mobley also in that group as well. First down at the 49 yard line for UTSA. Harris hands it off to McCormick left side, got it across the 50 where Jordan Ferguson said, nay nay after he got it to the 48. So a pickup of three, second down seven. UTSA leading 10 to nothing here early third quarter. Play action, Harris throws long down the right side. Franklin's out there, knocked away on an excellent play by Teldrick Ross. He was stride for stride with Zakari Franklin and Franklin is down. And he is at the sideline marker at the six or seven yard line.
2: A really nice job by Teldrick Ross right there. He was right with him, used his back, kind of kind of held his, his right arm to hold, hold the receiver back and then reached up with his left hand, arm and knocked it away.
1: Timeout on the field, 13.22 to play in the third. It's still UTSA 10, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
3: At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word.
1: nothing here UTSA and nothing beats the power and excitement of live events like Ticket Smarter. For all the best sports concerts and theater events visit TicketSmarter.com or on the app. Ticket Smarter proud to be the official ticket resale marketplace partner of MT Athletics. Ticket Smarter, the smarter way to buy tickets. Well the injured player got up just as we went to break. That was Franklin. Now it's a third and seven play coming for UTSA. They throw it back to the near side. That's gonna be Decorian Clark with the catch and he is gonna catch it right at the line to make, which is the 41. It's gonna be a first down at the plus 41 yard line and their receivers have done a nice job of knowing where that mark is. First down at the middle 41, handoff To McCormick, he got a yard or two to the 39 off the left side as Jordan Ferguson is going to knock him down. McCormick with 62 yards before that play. That's on now 64 yards on 15 carries tonight. He is the workhorse for them. Second and eight at the 39. Harris gets it back to throw. Has some time, throws it out there, and Franklin, the intended receiver, Ross, was right there. He may have gotten there early, Wes. I, I, I think it's a great play. I think Tildrick
2: did a <laughs> did a heck of a job right there. I mean, he was, you know, the receiver was working away from him. He he might have had his hand on his. Hip a little bit, but I, 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 Teldrick did a really nice job there.
1: Jeff Trailer went on a dead sprint to the, re, to, the, uh, re, to the official that was in that area, but now it's third and eight at the 39.
2: What, what San Antonio did that was real nice. The, they brought a uh, middle, brought a safety blitz, and the, the receivers pointed it out to the to running back to pick him up.
1: Rolling to the right, Harris looks to go back to the left, they go to the tight end, stayed on his feet, gets across the 40 to the 35, dives toward the first down marker. Greg Great was back there and hit him the first time and Cardenas gets down close to the first down and I think they're gonna call him about a half a foot short, but he he got through Quincy Riley and finally brought down as he got To the 32-yard line, needed the 31.
2: Hey, let let me tell you, this—I mean, this one really—it was part of the play, but they got an injured offensive lineman, Terrell Haynes, down, and it's because Jordan Branch absolutely destroyed him. You see it on the replay right here. Jordan Branch got all of him on that one, and
1: it was clean. They were looking eyeball to eyeball. They're still working with the injured lineman across the way. They've got him up on his feet now, and he'll walk toward the near sideline, but he landed flat on his back. Jordan Brand said, y'all like syrup when you pancake me. I'm (laughs) going to bring some syrup to my game. And he did, and that was big Terrell Haynes, 6'3", 340. He's the biggest of their offensive linemen. Fourth and very, very short. UTSA quick out of the huddle on fourth and less than a yard, officially at the 32. And then they call a timeout.
6: Timeout, UTSA. That is their first. It will be a 30-second timeout.
1: They have used timeouts early in both halves of this game. And here, they do just that. Saving you money on car insurance has been in Geico's playbook for over 75 years. So after the game, get a quote on geico.com. Geico, so easy, a caveman can do it. Were they running short on the play clock there, Wes?
2: I don't think they liked what they had. They, they had an unbalanced set. They had two tight ends to the right and the, and the two receivers to the right. Nobody over to the left side and uh, they might have had a screen or or kind of a a cute little play that they they didn't like the way it looked.
1: So here we go again, fourth down in less than a yard at the 32. Harris gets the snap, hands it off to McCormick, gets the first down, down to the 25 yard line. Reed Blankenship got him up in the air, and Jarente Davis landed on top of him, so it's another first down for UTSA as they mark this ball at the 26-yard line. Harris gets the snap, hands it off. No, he'll keep it, go to the left. Gets inside the 25 and run out of bounds. At about the 23 by Greg Great. So he will pick up three yards to the 23-yard line. It will be second down seven. Harris has gone the whole way. McCormick has gone nearly the whole way at running back, and he'll get it here. McCormick turns upfield, and he is spun down by Reed Blankenship at the 15, but it's good enough for another first down. UTSA moves into the red zone and they've got a first and 10 at the 15 and back to the line quickly. High snap. Harris looks one-on-one. Got a man out there and it's going to be incomplete. Jalen Jackson was back there defending. Franklin was the intended receiver and Harris hit Jalen Jackson right in the back with it. Jackson and Franklin, there was a little contact with him in the end zone. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing. It has been – I don't dislike seeing middle's defensive backs being aggressive in their coverage. Second and ten at the fifteen. Handoff, McCormick got a yard or two. They're gonna put it at about the 12. Richard Kinley on the stop. So third and seven coming at the 12. They can get a first down at the five. UTSA leading 10 to nothing and threatening to add to that.
2: Going with a smaller lineup, took out Watson the tight end for a, for a receiver.
1: They put McCormick out wide as a receiver. Empty backfield for Harris. Two steps over the middle, caught. It's Cephas, got off one tackler and into the end zone, touchdown. Reed Blankenship hit him at the five and he bounced off and Cephas gets into the end zone for the UTSA touchdown. You
2: gotta appreciate the the play calling. San Antonio does and the way they scout things out. I mean, right there, they went no backs, spread middle out, and ran all slants and got it to the slot guy on the, to the right side. And, it, you know, he's basically one on one with Reed Blankenship at that point. Just had to break a tackle and he got in the end zone.
1: That makes it 16 to nothing with the extra point coming from Duplessis. And it is up and good. We have timeout on the field with 10:08 to play in the third. Your new score is UTSA 17, Middle Tennessee nothing. Back to the Alamo Dome after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
8: Hey y'all, this is Michael Felder, co-host of College Sports Now. We're breaking down all the action from around the country every week with new episodes dropping four days a week during the football season. We'll look beyond the box score and keep our finger on the pulse of college football from September all the way through the national championship game in January. Listen all season long on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to get your favorite podcast. And be sure to follow along on Twitter at CS Now Tweets.
1: and join us Monday night, 6 o'clock for Rick Stocks to Live. We'll be at the Boulevard, the corner of East Main and Middle Tennessee, 6 o'clock. We'll get the show underway in the private room at the Boulevard. Hope you'll be there with us. The drive for UTSA, 15 plays, 76 yards, 445 off the clock, and we'll put that in perspective here after this timeout. Kickoff taken well it goes through the end zone. Right now let's pause for station identification. You're listening to Blue Raider Football from Learfield.
0: The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports.
11: Conference USA Champs. Raiders win the championship.
0: News Radio
1: WGNS Murfreesboro. Chip Walters, West Count's with you. The flag on the play, and here it is.
6: Offside. Kicking team, number 12, that five-yard penalty will be added to the touchback spot. It'll be first and ten.
1: So the Raiders get the ball at the 30. And, Wes, we talked about UTSA's drive being 15 plays, but they have put outside of the one right at the end of the half, they have put really back-to-back drives that have been very impressive together.
2: Yeah, 16-play drive uh, with a touchdown, and then a 15-play drive with uh, a touchdown. So, yeah, all types of – they got things going. You also have Chase Cunningham as a wide receiver.
1: Mike DeLello is in at quarterback. Cunningham, a receiver. They'll send one man in motion, and DeLello keeps it, works around a missed block, dives upfield, and got a yard to the 31. Corey Mayfield chased him down, but you had all kinds of stuff happening there. And they're going to put it at the 31. Second and nine, and Chase Cunningham is the quarterback on this drive, it appears. A little trying to get something going offensively. They have less than 100 yards in the game. They'll hand it off, and nothing there, no game. Amir Rasool right back to the line of scrimmage, and nothing gained. Paul Ligon and Trevor Harmonson on the stop. Actually, they're going to lose a yard. It'll be third and ten back to the 30. Crowd comes alive here on third and long. Free play coming here for Cunningham. He throws long off his back foot down the sideline and out of bounds, but he had a free play there as UTSA was in the neutral zone.
2: Yeah, that was a, that was a freeze play right there, because if you notice...
6: Offside, defense, number two, in the neutral zone at the snap. Five-yard penalty, replay third down.
2: If you notice, the, the offensive line never moved. They stayed in their stance the entire time until the whistle blew. So that was that was a freeze play. where they, they gave a, you know, a hard count. Third and five
10: at
1: the 30. Cunningham with three wide outs to the left, one to the right. Back to throw, Cunningham out there, caught at the 50 yard line, making the catch for the Blue Raiders is Isaiah Gaffings. And that is an Al White Motors first down. And that is the fifth one of those we have seen today.
2: That was an in- interesting coverage right there. Gathings was the only receiver to the side. It was a cover two look. The corner set for some reason.
1: Cunningham rolls to his left, throws long down the sideline, tried to go for Pierce at about the 20, but overshot him, and tough for that right-handed quarterback to roll to his left and throw to his left. Antonio Parks was back there defending. It'll be second and 10 from the midfield strike. Martel Petaway, in for Rasul. Shatan Mobley unavailable today. And in motion, handoff inside Petaway. Stutter steps, moves it into UTSA territory to the 49. It'll be third and nine coming up as the clock runs with 8 17 to play. Third quarter and a 17 0 game, UTSA.
2: I, I know middle wants to establish the run, and they, you know, that's, that's a goal right now. But man, it's tough sledding. When you, when you don't throw in the middle of the field to get linebackers out of the box, it's, it makes it really hard to run the football.
1: Third and nine. Crowd in full throat here at the Alamo Dome. Cunningham awaits the snap. He'll get it. Back to throw. Fakes has pressure, runs out of it, now looks, throws downfield, and cannot keep it in bounds. It'll be fourth and nine, and they had him on the run from the get-go. Yeah, got a
2: lot of pressure right there. Had five guys get back there. Chase got flushed out, and a pretty good coverage downfield. He didn't have anybody.
1: Sheldon Jones will be deep standing back inside his 10-yard line at about the 7. And it will be Kyle Ulbrich on to punt. His last one was huge. Pinned UTSA back at the end of the half. Here he floats one up there, and a fair catch called for at the 11-yard line. That will be a 38-yard punt. And that'll bring UTSA's offense on the field, but they'll do it after a timeout. 7.26 to play in the third. It's UTSA 17, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
12: Sure, you can buy a car online and have it delivered right to your door. But there are things you can't do until it's too late, like hear it, (laughs) smell it, touch it, or really see it at city auto we've got a gazillion cars for you to see online and in person including the one that's just right for you visit cityauto.com for the best of online shopping without all the pitfalls city auto start online finish in person
13: Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Coach Rick Stockstill. Have you heard about the MTSU debit card from Ascend Federal Credit Union? This card is exactly what you need for your busy lifestyle. Use it online and in stores. Purchases are automatically deducted from your Ascend checking account, and you can even add the card to your mobile wallet for ultimate convenience. Bank where the Blue Raiders belong. Ascend Federal Credit Union, exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics.
11: Ascend is federally insured by NCUA. Visit us at ascend.org.
1: Don't miss your chance to see the Blue Raiders back at Floyd Stadium as they take on Marshall on October 2nd at six o'clock. Get your tickets at raiders.com slash tickets. That will be Hall of Fame weekend and another really good Blue Raider Hall of Fame class will be inducted. First and 10 at the 11 for UTSA. Brady, the running back, they'll screen it near side, get it to Dory, DeCorey and Clark. He'll get outside the 15 to about the 18, 19 yard line. Raekwon Hartley knocked him out of bounds. Got up to the 19 yard line, a gain of eight, second and two. Bunch set to the right with three receivers. They'll fake, go to the left side. One on one out there. Teldra Cross is going to get called. And, you know, I'll, in my opinion, it was the other way. It was it could have been the other way around. They're gonna call it defensively. DeCory and Clark pushed off on Ross. Ross went back for it. And he's gonna get Passing the penalty.
6: Defense, number 19. 15 yard penalty from the previous spot. Automatic first down.
1: And of the plays right, between between Clark and and Teldrick Ross. That may have been the least.
2: Yeah, the, the the inconsistency on the on the pass interference calls. E- either way, either way. I mean, they're just uh, the
1: the officials on the back end have not done a very good job. First down at the 34 yard line. 704 to play. UTSA gets a first down by penalty. They'll send one man out in motion. They'll hand it off to the running back, and that is. Brady, he is knocked around by one, two, three, four, five Blue Raiders at the 35-yard line, and just for good measure, they'll spot the ball at the 36.
2: Tell you what, Quincy Riley did a really great job coming up from the corner spot, making the first hit right at the line of scrimmage.
1: Second down, eight. Harris gets a quick snap now on a draw, turns up field, got by three or four guys, moves it across midfield, gets the first down. And runs out of bounds at the 46 and a half yard line. So he picked up about 15 yards there. We're going to say the plus 46. That's a first down. UTSA on the move again, already leading 17 to nothing. Brady breaks through the line, gets down to about the 42 or the 41 yard line. Picked up five there, and Raquan Hartley on the stop.
2: This is, a, this is one of those attitude drives right here. San Antonio is just imploring their will, running the ball right down the hill.
1: Second and five, and Brady on the, on the run, gets it inside the 39. Got an injured player. It'll be third and three coming up. And the injured player is for San Antonio, and it is lineman Kevin Davis. Looks like you got a left cramp. Short week for the Raiders coming up. To add a little salt to the wound right now, the Blue Raiders one of only two Conference USA teams that have to start with two games on the road. Middle will travel to Charlotte to play a Friday night game. Charlotte is down in Atlanta today playing Georgia State. Try to get an update on that one. It is 7-7. Second quarter in what used to be Old Turner Field.
2: Is it not called Turner Field anymore?
1: Nope. Has a name. It has a, it? Okay. Has a uh, sponsored name. Third and three at the middle Tennessee, 39-yard line for UTSA. Brady's out wide in an empty backfield, quick over the middle. It's gonna be Cephas inside the 30 down to the 25. So another 15-yard play.
6: Rolling on the field as the runner was down and made the line of game for a first down.
1: They do, They
2: again, they, they motioned the, the back out, so it made a no backs, and, and they went again to the right side, to the slot receiver and got a big play. So they, they've they figured something out when middle gets put in a no back situation, here's where the hole is and they are exploiting it.
1: First down at the 25, Harris pressure throws deck to the right side. There was a push off there and intercepted in the end zone, Quincy Riley. That is the third turnover of the day made by the Blue Raider defense. The intended receiver was Tyke Ogle Kellogg and the Blue Raiders get it on the turnover.
2: I, I'm not sure why we haven't just called it middle ball. Everybody's
1: looking around.
6: Ruling on the field is an interception in the end zone for a touchback. It'll be first and 10, Middle Tennessee State.
1: Well, he didn't come down in the, he, he, he caught the ball and went basically through the side of the end zone. So, Quincy Riley with the interception. Again, I mean, the defense is giving
2: you everything you want. I mean, you're getting no production out of the offense. They've got to to pull the trigger, turn it loose right here.
1: 5-12 to play in the third, first and 10, Middle Tennessee at their own 20-yard line. Chase Cunningham in for the second series in a row and Pettaway, the running back, for the second series in a row. Back to throw. Cunningham swings it out near side. Tried to go to Petaway and not close. Overthrew that one a little bit. And it'll be second and ten at the 20.
2: Yeah, just try to get a flat route to the to the slot receiver. And just a bit outside.
1: Second and 10 for the Blue Raiders. Cunningham, play fake, hit as he throws, ball up in the air, off the hands of Petaway and incomplete. The Raiders trying to work the sideline in the horizontal game. It'll be third and 10 at the
2: 20. Yeah, Chase got some pressure. Off the offense's left side, and he had to bail out to the right. The running back was about his only option.
1: Third down, Cunningham awaiting the snap. He'll get it on third and 10. And again, they work it to the outside, get it to Petaway. Petaway tries to turn up field, gets to the 25, and he's gonna be five yards short.
10: And we got man.
1: a, we got a flag back at about the 18. Did we, is it going to be a personal foul on get, I think we're going to get
2: Jimmy Marshall on personal foul. But before that, there was something inside the box. So I don't know if it was a holding. It was a screen pass. So you don't want
1: to hold, you want him to come on through. Here's the call. Well, they're coming over to talk to Jeff Trailer. and we'll get the ruling here momentarily. It was a third and 10 play from the 20 and now some yakking
6: and... There are two fouls on the play, one live ball and one dead ball, both on the offense. Personal foul, chop block, offense, number 78 and number 75. That penalty is declined. After the play was over, unsportsmanlike conduct, number six of the offense. That penalty will be enforced half the distance to the goal. It will make it fourth down. That is number six. That is his first unsportsmanlike conduct foul towards ejection.
2: I've never, I've never seen a chop block on a screen pass, so I, don't, I have a hard time believing that one. I don't know why you would.
1: So they're gonna mark it at the 12 yard line and it's fourth and 18 and Kyle Ulbrich has his, Ulbricht has his work cut out for him here. And Ulbricht gets this one away and he booms it. Jones catches it at the 29. Tries to juke, got two or three or four yards, and Yusuf Ali will bring him down, and they will mark it at the 33-yard line. So the net on that punt is going to be 55. So he's had two over 50 today.
2: Yeah, and and that was was a pretty one. That that was your typical high and long one right there. He didn't get get any roll. That was just a, a heck of a kick. 4.35
1: 435 to play in the third and Middle's defense is called on yet again. They have forced three turnovers today, gotten two interceptions and still find themselves in a 17 to nothing hole to UTSA. The Roadrunners have put up 382 yards of offense. Middle has put up 77. McCormick is back in at running back and he'll take it up the gut and get it across the 35 to the 37 yard line. Gain four, second and six. Clock runs with 4.22 to play. Juriente Davis and Cody Smith combined on the stop. Blue Raiders have an injured player who is down on the sideline, went down to one knee just before UTSA snapped the football and that's Jordan Branch. Branch, the sophomore from Murray City, Tennessee played at Crockett County. So he's being attended to across the way. Following the game tonight, Middle Tennessee will be on their Allegiant charter flight home, expected to get back into the mid state area flying into Smyrna sometime after midnight this evening. And again, it will be a short week of work with one day less to prepare for Charlotte in what would be the third of three straight road games here early in the season. Well, Branch is off the field UTSA will come back out. They'll have a second and six at the 37-yard line. Roadrunners leading 17 to nothing. So they bring back the pistol set.
2: And unbalanced, so you look for it to come to the right
1: somehow. No, hand, nope, he goes to the left. The quarterback, Harris, cuts to the left, got across the 50 down to the 40-yard line. Reed Blankenship stopped him. That's going to be a 43-yard, make that a 23-yard pickup to the plus
2: 40. Well, I'll tell you what, they, they did a good job. They set the tight end and the two receivers to the right and had an H back to the left and put the quarterback around the left
1: left side where there was nobody at. Quarterback keeps it, Harris goes to the right. Reed Blankenship will sack him back at the 45 yard line. Great closing speed by Reed Blankenship and Greg Great. Loss of four back to the 44 yard line, second and 14 coming up. Not sure where he was going with that, but it was a sprint toward the sideline and Blankenship got him on the ground. Second down, Harris gets it, hands it off to McCormick, pushes the pile a couple of yards to the 42-yard line. Jordan Ferguson and Cody Smith in on the play. 250 left to play as we end the third get closer to the end of the third quarter. You know, does UTSA try to shut it down and do what they can on the ground to keep the clock running?
2: I mean, I think I think that's what they're trying to do. Not not to just get the clock running, but I think this is like I said, they're they are trying to demoralize the middle front because it just running it right
1: at them. Third and twelve. Harris back to throw. Pressure coming. Gets away from it. Now he looks, looks, throws it out of bounds. Richard Kinley was back there to start with. Jordan Ferguson and Jacarius Wyatt also chasing the elusive Frank Harris. Fourth and 12 at the 42, and Reed Blankenship stands back with his heels on the 10-yard line, and that'll bring Lucas Dean in to punt. Lines are down. Dean gets it away and a backspin on that one. Blankenship will catch it at about the seven or eight yard line, depending on where they give it to him. It'll be a 51, 50 or 51 yard punt, depending on the spot. And with a minute 54 left to play in the third quarter, Middles offense comes out. Still looking to get on track today. Only 77 yards through almost three quarters. So they're going to mark it at the 8 to officially start this drive. Frank Pizont is in at running back. Chase Cunningham, the quarterback on this drive. Three wide outs to the right. Cunningham looks, screens to the right side. Gets it out to Yusuf Ali. Got the corner up across the 12 to nearly the 15-yard line. They're going to say he went out at about the 13. So a pickup of five, and it will be second and five. 1.47 to play. Clock stops in a 17-0 game. Handoff inside to Pizant. Gets around one block, but... Boy, really good play coming from the backside. was Feaster.
2: Yeah, Feaster found a hole, did a really good job getting, getting through the line
1: and, and chasing down the running back. So they're going to say no gain, third and five from the 13-yard line. clock rolls with a minute 12 to play in the third. Flags fly and whistles sound as middle snap the ball. We'll get the call from down below.
6: Prior to the snap, ball start. Offense, number nine, five yard penalty remains third down.
1: Jaron Pierce is called there. Boy, UTSA has dominated time of possession today. Just under 29 minutes to just over 14 minutes. But a third and 10 play coming from the eight yard line after the penalty. Cunningham chased around in his own end zone, looks to get rid of it, gets out of the end zone and up the field and out of bounds at about the 13 yard line, 14 yard line. And that was magical. (laughs) Went from terror as he was running around five yards deep in his end zone to finding a lane to move it downfield and it'll be fourth and five at the 13. So at this point in the game, though, you got to take a chance.
2: Yeah, you got to try things out. Uh, San Antonio only brought four, dropped seven in in, in what appeared to be a zone of some nature. And uh, Chase couldn't find anybody deep and they got flushed out of the pocket.
1: Here's Ulbricht to punt again. And this one taken by Jones at the 45. There's a block there, no flag. Jones gets it across the 40 to the 35 and down to about the 32 yard line where helmets go flying, players go flying and he has whistled down at about the 33 yard line. And that's gonna be the end of the third quarter. So we head to the fourth. That's it's the been all UTSA so far. It's the Roadrunners 17, Middle Tennessee nothing. On the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG
14: College. To show you how easy it is to file a claim with GEICO, we hired a nature show host. In the native
10: habitat of a suburban driveway, the poor victim of a broken windshield is left assessing his
14: vehicle utterly helpless. Well, not true.
0: You trained for this all year. Endless hours of cardio conditioning and weights. And now you are ready. Ready to trek back to your seat from the concession stand. Through the lines, lost fans, and that mascot who wants you to do a little dancey dance. All without spilling a drop of your ice-cold Bud Light. Welcome back to football, sports fans.
1: Back at the Alamo Dome as we head to quarter number four, as Middle Tennessee trails 17 to nothing. Here are your stats after three quarters: total offense, UTSA 407, Middle Tennessee 88. UTSA is thrown for 256, rushed for 151. Middle has thrown for 66. Rush for 22, first downs 21 to six. Middle is one out of 10 on third down today. UTSA eight out of 14. We talked about time of possession. After three quarters, UTSA has had the ball for 28 minutes, 47 seconds. The Blue Raiders have had it for 16 minutes, 13 seconds. Middle's defense has forced three turnovers. UTSA's defense has forced one turnover, but the score is what it is. It is 17 to nothing. UTSA and the Roadrunners have the ball again. First and 10 after the long punt return. which was a 22-yard return. It is first down at the 33-yard line. Here's Harris, throws incomplete down at about the 17-yard line intended for Decorian Clark. Teldrick Cross was in the vicinity, but it will be second down and 10. They'll send one man to the right side. That's Ogle Kellogg. They'll hand it off to McCormick. Right side, got a blocker. 30-25 and down there, Greg Great finally got him on the ground, but he had a big tackle out there, West just leading the way.
2: Yeah, did a really good job being patient right there. Uh, he uh, Terrell Haynes, the, the guy that Jordan Ferguson absolutely destroyed, or excuse me, Jordan Branch absolutely destroyed earlier got out in front of him.
1: Third and one, McCormick up the gut, big hole to the 20. And it's great who, no, rather great and Blankenship came up from their safety positions. And now Reed Blankenship slow to get up, but there was a crease and McCormick got into the secondary. It seemed like in about two steps. It was
2: quick, Uh, a little quick hitter. I mean, they don't mess around. You know, there's, there's certain times they kind of do a read, op- uh, yeah, read option type play where it's a little slower developing, and then there's other times where they hit it just like you talked about, and he got through the, the second level of the linebackers
1: in a hurry. It's going to be a first down after the play. The ball is at the 17-yard line. Trey Triflewellen coming in. He is a transfer from the Lone Star State, came in from Houston Baptist. And coaches are really high on him. First down at the middle 17-yard line is UTSA back in the red zone again. It'll be McCormick and McCormick gets inside the 15. Cody Smith is on the stop and on the previous play, Sincere McCormick went over 100 yards on the afternoon He now has 23 carries for 106 yards. Second down and seven at the 14. Empty, no backs. Three wideouts to the right, two to the left. Harris gets it, steps up, now runs. Goes to his left, now throws. That ball is incomplete. There is your run pass option. Ogle Kellogg was the intended receiver and Trey Flewellen was over there, but that one skipped at about the goal line and was also wide to the outside arm. So, third and seven at the 14. We played a minute and a half here in the fourth quarter. Back to throw. Harris looks toward the corner of the end zone for the tight end, not there. It was Cardenas, the intended receiver. Greg Great was back there, and from a size standpoint, Wes, you got 6'4", 275, and Oscar Cardness. and 5'11", a buck 85 for Greg Great, but Greg held his ground there and really kind of shielded Cardness off as they went for the back corner of the end zone. Fourth down and seven, and the field goal unit comes on. Hunter Duplessis, this will be a 32-yard, and it's blocked, and no good. We'll try to see on the replay who blocked it, but for Middle Tennessee, that is their 31st blocked field goal and the first blocked kick of the year for the Blue Raiders. Timeout on the field. 13-17 to play, still UTSA 17, Middle Tennessee nothing. Back to the Alamo Dome here on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
7: Dear past, present, and future football watchers, football is back! So consider this your official excuse for always putting football watching first, courtesy of Pepsi. That haircut appointment? Seeing the in-laws for the first time in ages.
10: It's been so long!
7: Nope, sorry, Susan.
5: Not if it's on Sunday. Long story short, after the year we've all had, we think you could use a little football watching. So crack open a Pepsi and cheer your football watching face off.
15: With love, Pepsi. Made for football watching. (sighs) That's what I like.
0: We recently talked to a world-renowned gemologist. Hmm, the optic character of this ruby is brilliant. And the refractive index on this sapphire is simply superb. And judging by the writing on the top of this diamond, I'd say that it could be worth up to $500,000. I'll give it a scratch just to make sure. Woo! We've got ourselves a real gem here. Take it from the experts. The new September Instant Games are truly brilliant. See for yourself. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly.
1: Technically, a special team's play there, Wes, but on the defensive side of the ball, Trey Flewellyn gets the blocked field goal. and Little Raider defense and special teams turning the ball back over to the offense as they have it at the 20-yard line. Cunningham, the quarterback, Rasul is the running back. Cunningham down the left sideline over the head of the outstretched arms of Isaiah Gathings. And it'll be second and 10. It looked like his feet kind of came out from under him as the ball got there. Second and 10 at the
10: 20.
2: got cover one right here. You're going to get a little extra pressure.
1: Cunningham being chased, throws it out there. It's caught, was it complete? No. It was DJ England Chisholm, the intended receiver. I think he caught it, but he was sliding out of bounds at the time and it'll be third and 10. And as we mentioned, the Blue Raiders are one out of 10 on third downs today. Chase Cunningham. Play fake. Now being chased, he's gonna be hit. The ball comes loose, picked up and scoring. Oh, it was Tremaine Bell on the hit that knocked the ball loose. And the touchdown on the scoop and score, Lorenzo Dantzler. The Blue Raiders' second turnover of the day ends in points for UTSA.
2: Uh, I mean, I know, I know Chase is trying to make something happen, and, and, you know, it's your backs against the wall here, but you got to protect the football. You got to throw the football away. Uh, you can't keep looking for receivers to get open. Not with that front that keeps, keeps coming back there and getting with you. You got you to unload that ball in the front row of the stadium.
1: They'll bring DuPlessis on. His extra point is good. And that makes it a 24 to nothing game. The Raiders have just not been able to muster anything offensively today. After that drive, the total offensive number went back down to 74 yards of total offense. But Tremaine Bell had the hit on Cunningham, Lorenzo Dantzler the scoop and score. And he didn't have to go far, Wes, only about six feet.
2: Yeah, and I mean, before that, before the fumble, uh, you, you had two incomplete passes, so the clock never moved uh, or you know, moved 14 seconds. Uh, and I was just yeah. thinking, man, you got, you're got you going to put your defense right back out there. Uh, so if, if there's any silver lining to giving up a, a fumble for a touchdown, your poor old defense gets to set over there a little bit longer because now your offense goes back out.
1: Yeah, the Raiders took over after the field goal block with 13-17 to play. Now, after the touchdown, there's 12:56 to play. So total of 21 seconds elapsed on that possession. Raiders put DJ England Chisholm back there along with Yusuf Ali to return a kick. a Lot of dancing on the UTSA sideline is there, celebrating it already. There's the kick into the end zone and Middle will bring it out to the 25 yard line. That is with 12.56 to play. And one thing here on this opening game of the conference season, UTSA is firing a shot, telling folks in the West they're gonna be a contender. Yeah, I
2: mean, I'm I mean, i I'm not going to watch film on Louisiana Tech or, or UAB, but uh, man, i tell you what, this is a good football team. And they really kind of shot themselves in the foot with, with two interceptions, a fumble, and a blocked field goal. Uh, but they can get up and down the field and their defense is pretty stout.
1: Petaway, the running back, Chase Cunningham, who has gone most of the second half today. First down at the 25. Pressure coming from the backside. He's gonna be sacked. On the stop and on the sack, Charles Wiley. Got around Lasoya and a loss of seven on the play back to the 18 yard line. It's gonna be second and 17.
2: It looked like Chase had his eyes down the middle of the field look, looking for Yusuf Ali. Yusuf was on a post from the slot position, and, and I think he had beaten everybody.
1: Second and very long. Petaway tries to pick his way through the left side off tackle. Got about five yards back to the 23, but it'll be third and 12. Boy, that number just gets bigger on third down conversions. Middle one out of 11. UTSA has been nine out of 16 today, over 50%. Third and very long, they've been bringing pressure. They do again. Ball tipped up in the air and maybe caught. Nope. Intercomplete up at the 35-yard line. It was off the hands of Yusuf Ali and Jaron Pierce who has extended his consecutive game receiving streak to 24 games today. Just about picked up his second reception of the day. It's 4th and 12 and Kyle Ulbricht being called on once again. Sheldon Jones had a 22-yard punt return on the last play, or on the last punt, and here he stands back at his own 32-yard line. Olbert punting and gets away a high, long spiral. At the 24-yard line, it's Jones across the 30, 35-40, 45-50, 40, Jones spun around, gets to the 45 of middle and down to the 42-yard line which will make the net on that punt 19 yards. It was a booming punt by Ulbricht, but another big return by Sheldon Jones and there's timeout on the field. 11-13 to play. It's UTSA 24, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Experience the power and excitement of your next Blue Raider football game with Ticket Smarter. Next Friday, the Blue Raiders take on the Charlotte 49ers at Jerry Richardson Stadium at 530. Visit TicketSmarter.com or on the Ticket Smarter app. Ticket Smarter, proud to be the official ticket resale marketplace partner of MT Athletics. Ticket Smarter, a smarter way to buy tickets. First down for UTSA, and again, starting on the plus side of the 50 at the Blue Raider 42-yard line. Harris hands it off to Brendan Brady. And Zalen Wood stops him for a loss of two back at the 44-yard line. And Mark Owens of MT Athletic Communications says Zalen Wood may have also been on the block of the field goal early, earlier Second down and 12 at the 44. Handoff, Brady, right side. Got his two yards back and then some to the 40, down to about the 37 yard line. It'll be third and five coming up as Jacarius Wyatt knocks him down at the middle Tennessee 37.
2: Uh, that middle defense, I mean, they're they're in position to make play. They're just uh, I think being on the field for as long as they've been is finally wearing on them because they're just they're not tackling the, the, the running back.
1: They've been on the field over 30 minutes with still 10 minutes left to play. Whistle and a flag.
2: I think Coach Trailer got timeout before that happened.
1: We'll see if they give it to him. Most of the time, they will if it's
4: close.
6: Timeout, UTSA. That is their second. There is no foul on the play. The timeout occurred before the flag was thrown.
1: And there's going to be a media timeout here as well. And we'll take it with 9.59 remaining. Your score, UTSA 24. Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. to play, fourth quarter here at the Alamo Dome. Great time to take time for stations to identify themselves. You're listening to Blue Raider football from Learfield.
0: The flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
11: Conference USA champs, Raiders win the championship.
0: News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro.
1: Chip Walters, West Counts, Wayne Gross, Andrew Malone, our staff here on site at the Alamo Dome. Third and a short five for UTSA. They lead 24 to nothing with 10 minutes to play in the game. 9.59 to be exact. Harris, quick throw, caught by Cephas at the 30, shrugged his shoulder, got by one man and moved down to the 28 yard line and UTSA picks up another first down. He just kind of wiggled his way around a defender. Yeah, just a, just a inside slant, uh,
2: single receiver side and they're kind of wearing out a hole over there.
1: Clock rolls with 9.35 to play. Harris waits on the snap. Brady is his running back and he'll give it to him. Brady tries to get the corner jumps over one man and gets back to the line of scrimmage. And that'll be just about all for him on that play. Juriente Davis on the stop. No gain on the play. Second and ten at the Blue Raider 28-yard line. We'll check some scores, and Wes has kept his eye on some games and across the south tonight, and weather is playing havoc with some games. They check to the sideline for the play. High snap, Harris has it being chased from behind, now throws toward the corner of the end zone. Led his receiver too much. Nobody's gonna catch that ball. It was out of bounds, but it'll be third and 10. Richard
2: Kinley put a hit on Frank Harris, and Frank Harris hadn't gotten up yet.
1: And he is. Cade Stover was the intended receiver. And Harris, who was knocked out of the game here a year ago, will take a timeout as well. 840 left to play. Back with more here from the Alamo Dome on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. <laughs>
14: Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're tailgating with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help tackle your hunger and give you energy. So pick up Bunny Buns and Bunny Bread today. It's sure to be a winner. That's what I said, Bunny Bread.
1: Back at the Alamo Dome, it has been all UTSA today. 439 in offense for the Roadrunners. Middle with 69 yards of offense and the Blue Raider defense hung in there for a good bit in the first half. UTSA built a 10 to nothing lead and that's what it was at halftime. They have scored 14 points here in the second half on a couple of long touchdown drives. Well, you had one long touchdown drive and you had the defensive score with the scoop and score. So third and 10, Josh Adkins, senior from Belvedere, Texas, as a New Mexico State transfer came in last year, led UTSA to a victory after Harris was injured. Here he throws it out to DeCorian Clark, who tried to cut it back to the middle of the field, got a few yards down to about the 21-22 yard line. Reed Blankenship on the stop. And it's gonna be fourth and three from the 21-yard line. And they'll bring on DuPlessis to kick a 39-yard field goal from the left hash mark. There's the snap, the kick is up, and this one by DuPlessis is good. Hunter DuPlessis from right here in San Antonio connects on a 39-yard field goal. And for UTSA, a seven play. 21-yard drive that took 3:12 off the clock and extends the Roadrunner lead to 27 to nothing. They had a big pregame crowd tailgating outside the Alamo Dome, and and they were spirited once they got in the building on a very hot day here in the Alamo City. Got up to. 97, 98 degrees outside. It has been a perfect 72 indoors. With 8.01 to play in the football game, Middle Tennessee will get it back. UTSA to punt it to kick it away. That's Everett Ornstein, and he has put them all in the end zone except one which he put out of bounds. So Middle Tennessee gets it with 801 remaining in the fourth. First and 10 at the 25-yard line. Scott Payne has only kicked off one time all day for the Blue Raiders, and that came to start the second half. Little trying to get something going here even late in the game to have something to hang your hat on. Frank Pizant is the running back. Cunningham hands it to him, and Pizant is met at the line of scrimmage. Maybe got a foot or two, but that was just a big collision at the line of scrimmage as the clock moves under eight minutes to play. We're gonna say a yard gained, second and nine, with it at the 26. Chase Cunningham, back to throw, trying to get his man down the left side of the field intended for Isaiah Gathings and Tariq Woolen on the coverage out there and Gathings never really looked back for the ball. He did not, he he, he was going deep, deep
2: and Cunningham was basically trying to throw a, a fade, a, a short go to about the 25, 28 yards deep.
1: Third and nine for middle. They're one out of 12 on the day. Cunningham back to throw. Pressure steps up, steps out, looks, turns, looks to run down the sideline. Not sure if he got there. Nope, he's going to be short with a ball at about the 31-32 yard line. Got six. Clifford Chapman, the free safety from New Orleans, who was a Texas A&M transfer, runs him out of bounds. We're going to call it the 31, a gain of five. It will be fourth and four, and middle to punt again. Kyle Ulbricht. From... The 31-yard line. You'll get this one away. And Sheldon Ooh. Jones backpedals, takes it at the 16-yard line. Ali slowed him down, and they'll run him out of bounds over there. So the ball from the 31 to the 15, that's going to be a net on the punt of 54 yards. So three 50-plus-yard punts on the day for Kyle Albrich.
2: And I'm I'm not trying to pile on here, but just so people that are listening that don't have the stats that we do, out of your last nine drives, eight of them have been three and outs.
1: first down for UTSA from the 15-yard line. And the Roadrunners will have the ball. As you look ahead on their schedule, next week they travel to Memphis. They'll have something for the Tigers. They've got UNLV coming in here October 2nd. Then they go to Western. They'll host Rice and then A big showdown on October 23rd at Louisiana Tech. Running back for UTSA gets caught in the backfield. And as they go deeper on their pitch, that is B.J. Daniels. Juju Williams and Devin Curtis in on the stop. And that's a loss of six yards back to the nine yard line. They started at the 15. Now it's gonna be second and 16. They'll throw it out there and out of bounds. Atkins is still the quarterback, or is the quarterback, I should say. And making the catch for UTSA 81, Trayvon Bradley. That'll put the ball back to about the 15. They got six yards back. So third and 10 for the Roadrunners with 537 to play. Back to throw. Adkins looks over the middle, dropped at the 20. Same guy, Trayvon Bradley, who is a Houston transfer. It'll be fourth and ten at the 15. That was Adkins
2: only only his third incompletion on the year, and it, it was a drop.
1: Greg Great standing back at the 50-yard line. Awaiting the punt from Lucas Dean. Gets it away, great, takes it on a fair catch at the 46 yard line, 39 yard punt for Dean. And middle's offense will be back on the field, looking to get some points before the day ends. Well, this is their best
2: starting position. So, I mean, if it's gonna happen,
1: So at their own 46-yard line. Again, the Blue Raiders travel to Charlotte next Friday and it is an early kickoff. 5.30 Central time. Chase Cunningham and Brad Anderson are the battery mates in the backfield. Cunningham has gone most of the second half today. Fakes it, throws it, gets it out there to Yusuf Ali to the 50. Gets by one man, 45-40. Ali stiff-arming, getting it to the 35 and out of bounds. Yusuf Ali said, I've been gone long enough. Give me the ball.
2: Yeah, that was a really nice job right there. I mean, he's a a spark plug now. He he can make people miss. Does a good job. He's got great speed getting upfield.
1: That's an Al White Motors first down, and that is a pickup of 20 yards. Cunningham, gets it, jet sweep. Michaelis Elder got blown to bits as soon as he got the handoff. Adrian Moore, Avery Morris makes the stop. Wes, going back to the Virginia Tech game, Middle has really had no success with the jet sweep. Is there a tell there or something they're giving <laughs> I'm, I'm, it away?
2: Or that, or I think it's, I think it's, their, they, they don't block the end man on the line of scrimmage because uh, they, I assume, they they think you can get right by him, you know, run right past him. So that's, and that's the guy that always makes a play. So,
1: second down, 12 at the 37. Clock at four minutes. Back to throw. Cunningham works to his left has some room now, throws it out there, caught at the 30. Oh, nice spin move by uh, Jamichael Thompson. He gets another first down inside the 25-yard line and knocked out of bounds at the 23. Got another injured UTSA Roadrunner. A pickup of 14 and an Al White Motors first down. Al White Motors, your Ford and Lincoln dealer in Manchester since 1955. The Blue Raiders have had two interceptions today and they're brought to you by E3 Construction. Everything, every interception this year, E3 Construction Incorporated will make a donation to the Blue Raider Athletic Association. Middle waiting for their first extra point of the day. Those are brought to you by Murfreesboro Medical Clinic, helping you add extra points to your health since 1949. The injured Roadrunner is Christian Clayton, a defensive lineman from Fort Worth. So middle at the 23-yard line of UTSA with exactly 3.45 left in the game trailing 27 to nothing. It has been all Roadrunners today. Cunningham with Anderson. They'll fake it to Anderson. They'll look, throw toward the corner, wide open, Jimmy Marshall, touchdown. He got by somebody and Jimmy Marshall came wide open Chase Cunningham threw off his back foot and it's six for the Blue Raiders. Yeah, they they did a
2: crossing route, brought Jimmy across, got the flow going to the right, brought Jimmy from the right to, across the field to the left. And uh, he was all alone as the old Dante Lofton played, but out in the middle of the field and he got, he got some depth.
1: Middle gonna go for two here. With 3.28 remaining, it's 27 to six. Cunningham looks, looks, flushed out to the left, has some room, still running, now stops, now throws, and it's gonna be out of bounds. So it is an unsuccessful two-point play with 3.28 remaining, and for Middle Tennessee on that drive Best starting position ends up with points on the board. Four plays, 54 yards, took a minute 50 off the clock. And your score now 27-6 to UTSA. Checking other scores around Conference USA. Louisiana Tech got beat on a Hail Mary, not a field goal by SMU 39-37 at the buzzer. Marshall leading. They've now gone into a delay against East Carolina, and it's a 38-35 game in Huntington. FAU leads Fordham 14-7. Liberty wins over Old Dominion 45-17. Charlotte got a safety, and they now lead, or I think so. It's now nine to seven. That's how you normally get nine unless you missed an extra point or got three field goals somewhere in there. Texas Tech leads FIU 38-14. Troy leads Southern Miss and Hattiesburg, seven to three in the third. And UAB is up 30 to nothing at North Texas. And the Texas Longhorns lead Rice 23 to nothing. Here's the Blue Raider kickoff and it'll go in the end zone and will be a touchback. Boy, that thing almost hung out at about the one or two-yard line,
2: Wes. Yeah, and, and – and, uh, and middle try, try to had get the, all the people. try to get the number here, the return man. When he ran away Sh- from Sheld- it. Sheldon Jones just assumed that ball was going to carry in the end zone, and it took a left-hand turn about the eight-yard line. It just kind of trickled
1: and, and barely made it to the end zone. So, 328 left. UTSA right now trying to get a couple of first downs and wrap this one up but the Blue Raiders have gone over hundred yards in total offense. Now they have 130, 122 of it through the air, eight on the ground. Running back is Daniel. Juju Williams on the stop as they give it to Daniel. From the 25, he gets up to the 28 yard line. Second and seven. That running back's number. He's 33. B.J. Daniels came in on the last possession. Clock running under three minutes now and they're using up big bits of the play clock. Adkins rolls to his right, throws down there, incomplete. He was looking for Trayvon Bradley, and it was incomplete. Back for the Blue Raiders, Deontay Stanley.
2: The the receiver fell down. He slipped coming out of his break on an out route.
1: Third down seven. Adkins throws it up for grabs, and that ball is going to be incomplete. Jalen Davis came from the backside and had Adkins on the run, and uh, this Blue Raider defense has kept playing the whole way through some tough times today, and it's going to be fourth and seven with 2.33 to play.
2: Coach Schaefer dialed up uh, an all-blitz right there. Cover zero across the board, man-to-man, and and Jalen Davis popped completely free. Nobody touched him.
1: Fourth down, here's the punt from Dean, and that's a low-line driver. It'll be taken by Great on a bounce. Makes a man miss. Spun out of a tackle. Gets it across the 30, up to the 31-yard line. So the Blue Raiders Bring the offense back out. Kalechi Wachuku on the stop. Wayne has been wanting me to say that all day. So, give you the numbers on that punt 41 yards. First and 10 for middle at the 31. Brad Anderson is the running back along with Cunningham. Back to throw on play action. Chase Cunningham throws it out there. Caught and out of bounds. Is that Ali? Nope, it's Jamichael Thompson who caught it up at the 38 yard line. So a gain of seven. Second and three coming. Brad Anderson, really good block that gave Cunningham extra time. Under two minutes to play. Jimmy Marshall goes in motion left to right. Cunningham play fake looks, got flushed out, had to stop, comes back the other side. Middle catches that ball, but is it out of bounds? They say it was. Isaiah Gathings caught it, but couldn't get a foot down over there and that wasn't his fault really, Wes. i, I tell you what, he's, he, he, Chase Cunningham has got
2: an arm because He threw that basically from the left hash, just inside the left, excuse me, right hash. About 35
1: yards downfield off his back foot. And then Gathings just went up with two hands and pulled it out of the air. Just happened to come down out of bounds. Third down three, play action again. They bring some pressure, wide open, Gathing's at the 40, 35, 30. Stiff arms one man and they drag him down at the 15 yard line. Kalechi Wachuku on the stop. So the Blue Raiders have it deep in UTSA territory again as they mark it. Where are they gonna mark that at the 15 yard line? That's a 47 yard play. Yeah, San Antonio brought a corner blitz that was covering
2: G- uh, Gathings, would lined up over Gathings and nobody covered him. No safety came
1: over. Ball is gonna be at the 16 yard line. Cunningham looks, throws over the middle, batted down and nearly intercepted. He was looking for Jaron Pierce, and it was a little bit behind him. And the ball got tapped, but it's gonna be second down. Are they calling a penalty there? No, they're calling it a touchdown. Oh. Did he catch it? Uh, he sure did. Wow. We All of us missed that. Well, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Jaron Pierce with the catch. It looked like it was batted down. I hated to leave you, lead you guys astray on that, but... So... Twenty-seven to twelve, and the kick by Rankin is up and good. So, I think everybody was kind of hearing. Well, this.
2: I will say this: even the Blue Raiders didn't celebrate because uh, only the only one that knew about it was was Jaron because he ran off the field. Everybody else was kind of standing there.
1: Yeah, the, the yeah the PA announcer just just gave it so four plays 69 yards 123 off the clock and it's now 27-13 and, and these and these and these super
2: competent you say referees they, they didn't raise their hands either
1: I never saw I never saw a call no but Jaron Pierce that's his third touchdown catch of his career. Well, the Raiders have. With 57 seconds remaining. Could we see an onside kick here? Why not? But <laughs> but.
2: Now that now that we can talk about this stuff. How do people in Las Vegas know? I know. It was a 13 and a half line and it's now a 14 point game. How do they know?
1: It's the all time question. Here he is. The onside kick and the Raiders had a shot at it up near the 50-yard line. It got by the first line and Scott Payne knocked somebody down and UTSA is able to get on it and Joshua Cephas got on the onside kick. But I tell you that's a pretty good effort there by Scott Payne.
2: Yeah, it was really close. He I mean they almost got it. And and nowadays with with the
6: rules, drilling on the field is a recovery by the receiving team. It'll be first and ten UTSA.
2: Well they limit you to six people on the on one side. I mean the 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 middle onside, not middle Tennessee, but kicking an onside in the middle of the field now is is kind of the the end thing because you now you can get all eleven people involved. Got a t- San Antonio Time having out. to call a timeout right here. UTSA.
6: That is their third timeout.
1: They put Frank.
2: Actually, they put Frank Harris back in the game.
1: Oh, let's see. Is he close to something here? He's close to
2: 300 yards, but that would be kind of well, sketch to try to get him to 300 at well, this point. He's, the he's
1: 35 short. He's not like he's two yards shy. Or, he's thrown for 264 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Sincere McCormick has rushed for 105 yards today. Maybe to simply to take the victory formation. That's why. Maybe he practices that more. I don't know. He'll be heading down to the Blue Raider locker room after the game. Well, Middle has put two touchdowns on the board here in the fourth quarter. Well, they run their offense, and It's gonna be McCormick who goes across the 50 and slides down after a gain of about four. Or rather, Harris, I meant. But is McCormick back out there too? Yeah, McCormick's in there with him. Now they're going victory formation, it appears. Yep, because they bring DeCorey and Clark back as a safety. and they're gonna let the play clock run down. 15 seconds left in the game, five on the play clock. Now they'll snap it and take a knee and that'll be it. They do, the clock runs down under 10 seconds to play and UTSA is gonna win this Conference USA opener today. Your final score, UTSA 27, Middle Tennessee 13. Stay tuned for our post game show coming up after this. You're listening to Blue Raider football from Learfield.
11: Hey Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamm and Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I've put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit BradHopkinsHomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more.
15: Hey, Blue Raiders fans, the Mint Gaming Hall at Kentucky Downs is a proud partner of your Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. For good times and big wins, the Raiders and the Mint Gaming Hall deliver both. Located close by in Franklin, Kentucky, the Mint Gaming Hall is your spot for great food, cold drinks, and big jackpots. Celebrate our one-year anniversary with three cars given away over three Saturdays in September. Begin September 5th. Check out themintgaming.com for all the details.
0: Get
19: your big hit today. 15 minutes could save you
5: 15% or more. My dad used to say that. Sure, yeah, it's from Geico. Yeah, whenever I would ask my dad for life advice, he'd sit me down and say, son, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. And look at me now, a well-adjusted adult with a drawer full of plastic bags I'll never use.
4: Okay, I'm confused.
0: Was your dad a licensed Geico agent? Nah, he was just a real good dad. Another Blue Raider game is in the books. We have you covered with a full breakdown on the Blue Raider postgame show. Brought to you by your Middle Tennessee Ford dealers, Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. And by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Now, alongside Blue Raider Hall of Fame quarterback Wes Counts, here's the voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters.
1: Welcome back to San Antonio tonight where UTSA gets a 27 13 win over Middle Tennessee. Chip Walters, West Counts, with you from the Alamo Dome tonight. And uh, it was a, a, just a very frustrating and tough game for the Middle Tennessee offense because they just could not get much going till very late in the game. The Blue Raider defense hung it out there on the line, did a lot of things, picked up three turnovers today. But just a you know, it, it's one of those you've got to have every all the parts doing something. And, uh, and t- today, Middle just could never get off the schneid offensively and give credit to UTSA as well for having a good plan for that.
2: Yeah, I mean, San Antonio had a lot to do with it. But, but yes, uh, uh, the, the frustration level of the lack of a running game uh, has to be pretty, pretty steep right now for the Blue Raiders. And, and it, looks, it looks bad because it looks like you only had eight yards rushing. But when you take out the sacks, uh, you know, you had 54 yards rushing, but that's still 2.7 to carry, and you just you can't you can't win games when you only get 2.7 uh, yards every time you run the football. You you got to hit some big hitters. You got to you got to be consistent at it because right now you you your quarterbacks have proven that uh, you know they're not they're not good enough right now to to carry this football team. So you got to have a running game.
1: And, you know, and that is something the coaching staff has talked about all along is to continue to develop the traditional running game with the running backs and without Shaton Mobley today, uh, it was the load was going to fall on Rasul and Petaway. Uh, we'll give you some of those numbers uh, as we continue. But tough day for the Raiders today as they lose 27-13 to to UTSA. We'll take a timeout. We'll be heading back down to the Blue Raider locker room. We'll give you all the stats and more as we continue. You're listening to Blue Raider football from Learfield. Hey, honey, got the 70 inch flat screen
0: mounted. Come take a look. Uh, why are the instructions still wrapped in plastic? Instructions are just another man's suggestions.
3: <sighs> you sure about that?
0: Need another chance? Get one with Powerball with Double Play. Add Double Play for just a dollar and give your numbers a second chance to win up to $10 million with drawings every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Powerball with Double Play and the Tennessee Lottery. Game changing fun. Please play responsible.
14: any way you slice it your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics whether you're tailgating with friends, cheering in the stands or tuning in at home, count on bunny to help tackle your hunger and give you energy so pick up bunny buns and bunny bread today it's sure to be a winner that's what I said
18: bunny
1: Welcome back to our post-game show from the Alamo Dome as UTSA wins by a score of 27-13 over the Blue Raiders' middle, now 1-2 on the year. UTSA is off to a 3-0 start. Time for some of the final numbers brought to you by Granison Associates, certified public accountants, providing a full range of tax preparation, accounting and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. Grandison Associates, 615 615- 895-1040 and online at gcpas.com Looking at the team numbers in this one today for middle, the Blue Raiders had 13 first downs, UTSA or 27 The Raiders had 11 rushing yards net, that as Wes said does include the sack yards uh, UTSA had 23 net rushing yards Is that a? No, got the wrong one here. Yeah, I believe,
2: I believe they had 175. Right. Okay. Uh, rushing yards, 277 on the pass. Please.
1: Yeah, they had to be something here and it was not the right one. So uh, go right ahead.
2: So I mean, and, and the the big, I mean, they had the the one that jumps, the two things that jump out is 89 plays to Middles 55 plays, and then the 37 minutes, 36:59 in time of possession to Middles 23:01. So. You know, on third downs they were ten to twenty. Middle was two of fourteen. Uh, so it's just. Uh...
1: All right, we're going to head down to the Blue Raider locker room. Coach Rick Stockstill is standing by, and we'll get his his comments on this one today. And Coach, uh, you knew coming in here against a really good UTSA team, it was going to take take your best effort. But uh, tough day for the Raiders.
13: Yeah, we got we got manhandled. We got whooped. We got our tails kicked. Uh, offensively, I mean, we couldn't block them, you know, we couldn't, I mean, it was, it it was pretty bad as you saw, but um, give them credit, but they, they physically, they whooped us up front and uh, we couldn't, we couldn't protect, we couldn't run, Uh, just a a long, frustrating day. I thought our defense competed their tails off, you know, got three turnovers and a blocked field goal, a missed field goal. Uh, I thought they did a really nice job.
1: You know, just trying to get something going offensively. I mean, at one point there were, there were what? Uh, not out of nine possessions, you had eight three and outs through there. Just could not get anything going, and uh, that, like you said, it all comes down to what goes on up front.
13: Yeah, it was. I mean, I don't know how. I mean, they whooped us. You know, give them credit. They they uh, physically whooped us, and uh, you know we didn't. Like I said, we couldn't. We couldn't make anything happen offensively you know had some really phenomenal fantastic catches by guys um you know jimmy made a big time catch on a takeoff early in the game but we couldn't you know capitalize on it uh you know guys we just uh we couldn't block them up front and uh like i said they they physically whipped us and that's uh you know disappointing to say as a coach
1: yep uh you you Obviously, we were talking a lot about the job that the defense did today and those three turnovers. And they – boy, I mean, they were out there a long time uh, in this one today. So, kind of expand some of your thoughts on, on what you saw out of that group.
13: You know, they, they competed their tails off, you know. Uh, gave up, you know, 20 points. And, you know, I don't know how many snaps they they, they ran, but it wouldn't surprise me if they had 100 snaps. 89. Uh, we just – we just um, knew we were so bad offensively it was embarrassing how bad we were that I mean, we couldn't we couldn't get anything going and like you said with a eight or seven or eight whatever you said three and outs. I mean it takes a toll on your defense and, you know, had some guys that got hurt guys that played hurt and it was a, we were a skeleton crew out there a little bit at times
1: yep you, you were without several players today and and I know you're not going to make an excuse on that, but it, it did limit you a little bit, especially when you had guys like Shantay Mobley, DQ Thomas, some guys who have uh, Jalen Lane, who have who have contributed uh, a, a great deal to this team to this point.
13: Yeah, I mean, you know, we had two linebackers, and two defensive linemen out, and, uh, but like you said, I mean, that's part of it, and uh, you know, had some guys out on offense, but. Still, uh, we were just—you know—we were just so so bad offensively. Uh, you know, we couldn't get anything going, couldn't make anything happen.
1: With that in mind, now you have a short week to get ready for Charlotte. Uh, what comes into your mind to get better?
13: I, I, I lost you, Chip. You said something about what comes into my mind.
1: Oh yeah, I, I was just saying with uh, Charlotte coming up on a short week, uh, I, what, what's the first step in getting better?
13: Well, we got to, you know, obviously it's us. We got to fix us first. And uh, you know, in this day and age, you give up 20 points defensively, you know, you got a chance to win every game. And uh, you know, we, we didn't. I mean, we just we got to get better offensively. We got to find a way to be more consistent offensively. Whether it's running the ball, throwing the ball, protecting, establishing the run, we've got to be a lot better offensively. I mean, we were. probably terrible on third down. You know, I don't know. We probably didn't have many plays. You said they had 90 plays. You know, I just, we got to be, we got to look at ourselves offensively. And Like I said, this, there's, there's a lot of games left, you know, and uh, it's a big one here coming back on a short week, going to Charlotte. And, uh, you know, we got, we're going to be ready to play. You know, guys got a great attitude. there. I, I like the fight in them. I like what they showed there throughout the course of the game. We didn't quit, we didn't give up. You know, there's you know, a lot of pride in that locker room. And uh, so we just gotta we gotta find a way to get better here in these next four days. All right.
1: Stock appreciate the time tonight.
13: Yeah, appreciate you, Chip. Uh, all
1: right. Coach Rick Stocks with his postgame comments, twenty seven to thirteen, the final. We'll take a break more on our postgame show after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield, IMG College. It's red
7: With heated seats
16: Serious air conditioning
7: And that uh, little compartment thingy You know where you put your sunglasses
3: You found the perfect car Now get the perfect loan with Ascend We've got low rates, flexible terms And you can apply online at Ascend.org Or at any of our branch locations I'm going to name her Betty Auto Loans from Ascend Federal Credit Union Banking without the bank Ascend is federally insured by NCUA All loans are subject to credit approval
1: Welcome back to the Alamo Dome as San Antonio gets the 27-13 win over Middle Tennessee, and uh, at this point, we want to mention our built Ford Tough player of the game tonight. We're going to, as uh, Wes and I discussed uh, during the break, the entire defense is going to get credit for uh, for this tonight. Visit Ford, buyfordnow.com for all Ford makes and models because the best trucks are built Ford Tough, and representing that group, Reed Blankenship uh, joins us from the Blue Raider locker room, and and, Reed, it's always a, a tough pill to swallow uh, when, when you go on the road and, and lose, especially in conference play. They're a good ball club, and you guys, uh, you know, did a lot of things good today. Got three turnovers, uh, kept them bottled up for a little while. Uh, what's what's the mood with, with uh, that whole group down there today?
20: Turnovers, oh, And, uh, you know, we just kept fighting. We never gave up. I know we just – we gave up a little bit uh, a little scoring there at the end. But, uh, you know, we had with three the whole second half. You know, that's, that's a win for us. And uh, all we can do is just fight next week and get better.
1: Yeah, I mean, at, at halftime you go in 10 to nothing. And it's like, okay, you know, I mean, the offense has, has had some struggles here. But, uh, you know, it's like, okay, you know, we can get through weather that storm and only give up ten points. Got a shot here.
20: Right, you know, it's a, it's a team sport and it starts with us getting off the field on third downs. Um, we, we were on the field way too long. And uh, it's a fault for uh, not getting a lot of free outs and letting the offense go to work. Yep, and, and
1: tell folks kind of,
20: you know, when, you, when you're when you out there for that long. I mean,
1: you know, I, I think we all know when, when, when you're having to work hard like that, that, you know, that that explosion you're trying to get somewhere, just, you know, just not not all
20: there when, you, when you've been out there 35 minutes. Of- You know, a point in the fourth quarter, right? And that it takes a toll on the body, but uh, you know that's why we play this game. It's a ground, We love it. You know, we love getting physical. You know, when time gets tough like that, we just got to nut up. Yep, you you guys were uh, out there today without a couple of a couple of guys who who have been stalwarts
1: for you, including one guy who plays right in front of you, and DQ Thomas. Uh, When you've got a fifth-year senior like that who who uh, is not there. You know, obviously you can look at the stat sheet or whatever, but what does his lack
20: of being there mean to you guys in the big picture? You know, it's just that lack of experience, you know, in game time playing. But, you know, Raekwon, he stepped up. Cody Smith stepped up that position. And it's just the next the next man up. You know, I'm proud of them. They did what they're supposed to. They, get, they got their job done. You know, you can't ask anything else from them. What challenges does a short week and getting ready for Charlotte cause? You know, there's a lot of challenges, you know, you gotta you gotta get uh, healthy faster, you know, we're gonna be uh pre sore. But uh, you know, Sunday's gonna be a big day for us, you know, moving around a little bit, get the blood flowing. And then uh, you know, the rest of the week you just gotta get your mind right, you know, it's a mindset. But I'm I'm really excited for this short week. Great, appreciate the time. Thank you. All, All right, you. always stepping in there. But as we mentioned,
1: uh, Reed and his defensive teammates are built Ford Tough players of the game. Visit BuyFordNow.com for all Ford makes and models because the best trucks are built Ford Tough. All right, that's. right, uh, we'll take a break. Be back to the Alamo Dome. More to come on our postgame show right here as you listen to Blue Rider Football from Litter
11: Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics,
1: Hey, fans, this is Wayne Cook,
13: co-host of College Sports Now. We're breaking down all the action from around the country every week with new episodes dropping four days a week during the football season. We'll look beyond the box score and keep our finger on the pulse of college football from September all the way to the national championship game in January. Listen all season long on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you'd love to get your podcasts. And be sure to follow along on Twitter at CSNowTweets.
0: You trained for this all year. Endless hours of cardio conditioning and weights. And now you are ready. Ready to trek back to your seat from the concession stand. Through the lines, lost fans, and that mascot who wants you to do a little dancey dance. All without spilling a drop of your ice-cold Bud Light.
13: Welcome back to football, sports fans.
1: the final. UTSA gets the win over Middle here in the Alamo Dome tonight. We gave you most of the team stats earlier, and Dick and Dwayne will go through those again during the Raider wrap-up show. But here's individual numbers, some of the highlights today for Middle Tennessee. Bailey Hockman started and struggled, and he was not the only one on the offensive side, but his numbers, 5 of 12 for 41 yards and one interception. Chase Cunningham came in in the second half, 9 of 18 for 150 yards, two touchdowns. For the rushing game, Raiders struggled today running the football. Martel Petaway and Amir Rasool each with 23 yards today. You had 37, 39 yards of, uh, or 37 yards of sack yardage. And uh, uh, Michaelis Elder lost two yards on a uh, on a jet sweep. Receiving, uh, Isaiah Gaffings had the most catches today, three for 65. Jimmy Marshall, 2 for 51. Yusuf Ali, 2 for 25. Jamichael Thompson, 2 for 20. Jaron Pierce, 2 for 15, including a touchdown that none of us saw happen. Uh, but Pierce picked it up. And uh, DJ England Chisholm had 2 for 10. And Martel Petaway, 1 for 5. For UTSA, Frank Harris, 24 39, 264, 2 touchdowns, 2 interceptions. Josh Adkins, 2 for 5 for 13 yards. Sincere McCormick, their featured running back. 23 rushes for 105 yards. Frank Harris, the quarterback, rushed for 56 yards today. Zakari Franklin, leading receiver, eight catches, 114 yards and a touchdown. Joshua Cephas, eight catches for 84 yards and a touchdown. DeCorian Clark, five for 46. And Oscar Cardenas, the tight end, had two for 15. And that's some of the individual numbers in today's game. We'll take a break. Wes and I will wrap up our portion of the post-game show. A whole lot more to come with Dick and Dwayne on many of these same stations, but we'll have our final thoughts on this one right after this. 2713 UTSA with the win
8: on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Ticket Smarter is glad we are back to holding live events. If you're looking to buy tickets to the best sports, concerts, and theater events all at the very best price, look no further than TicketSmarter.com or on the app. Buying tickets at Ticket Smarter will help support children in need. For every ticket transaction on Ticket Smarter, $1 will be donated to a children's charity. Ticket Smarter is proud to be the official ticketing partner of bowl season. Ticket Smarter, a smarter way to buy tickets.
1: Final score today, 27-13, UTSA wins over Middle Tennessee. The Blue Raiders finally get some offense going in the fourth quarter, too little too late on that one. But West, the struggles that were there, and Coach Stock just put it out there on the line. He just said, got our tails whipped today, and, you, you, uh, and, and it's pretty simple as that up front, and uh, now you've got to turn around. In six days, you're playing Charlotte on national television. And uh, it'll, it'll all start on the practice field tomorrow.
2: Yeah, uh, and, and you know I, I know the, the coach said up front. I mean, it's not just up front. I mean, the quarterbacks were off. Uh, they they weren't hitting targets like you know what they normally do. So I mean, it's, it's it's everybody on offense. The offense just this is one of those games that we hope
1: it's just a one off. It, it it was it was a bad one. Yeah, it was. And now you take on Charlotte, who you know. Uh, to use it, a term you like to use, there. they're pretty sporty, and uh, they've got a quarterback who can operate back there in Chris Reynolds. They've already beaten Duke this year, and you go into uh, their place on a Friday night, national TV. You want to be at your best. Yeah, I and mean, it's it's important. It's a,
2: a conference game. You know, if you bounce back. Everything's still on the on the table, but you, you got to get you got to get that defense off the field. I mean, they, you got to get the offense rolling. It's uh, you know, two weeks in a row. Your you running game. The so they gotta find
1: they gotta find one, go buy one, whatever they gotta do this week and, and get it going. Alright, that's gonna do it for us here in uh, San Antonio. Wayne Gross uh, doing everything like always, including being our spotter, Andrew Malone is our producer here on site. Jake Wallman is our producer back at the Blue Raider Network Studios. Stay tuned on many of these same stations. You'll hear the Raider wrap-up show with Dick Palmer and Dwayne Hickey. until then. Again, your final score, UTSA 27, Middle Tennessee 13. For West Counts, Chip Walters saying thanks for being with us. Join us from Charlotte on Friday night here on the Blue Raider Network. Hey folks, this is Chip Walters, voice of your Blue Raiders and a realtor at Exit Realty Bob Lamon Associates. Fall means football and going back to school, it does not mean a slow housing market. Now's a great time to buy or sell, and it's a great time to choose Chip. If you're thinking about selling, let me give you a free analysis of your neighborhood. If you're in the market to buy, my team of preferred lenders can get you ready to purchase with confidence. There's a lot of great information on my website. Check it out, choosechip.net. I'm Chip Walters, and I want to be your trusted advisor in real estate.
15: Hey, Blue Raiders fans, the Mint Gaming Hall at Kentucky Downs is a proud partner of your Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. For good times and big wins, the Raiders and the Mint Gaming Hall deliver both. Located close by in Franklin, Kentucky, the Mint Gaming Hall is your spot for great food, cold drinks, and big jackpots. Celebrate our one-year anniversary with three cars given away over three Saturdays in September. Begin September 5th. Check out themintgaming.com for all the details. Get your big hit today.
14: Take a time out with Bunny Bread, proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Perfect for tailgating or enjoying with your home team, Bunny gives you the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So score big with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and cheer the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said, Visit Murfreesboro's hottest
11: student living community to find your home today. The Blue is the premier choice for your off-campus student living experience. Located 1.3 miles from MTSU and a campus shuttle for your convenience, the Blue includes a newly renovated resident clubhouse, resort-style pool, and 24-hour workout center for residents and their guests. You won't want to miss out on the fun. Choose Blue today. Our recap of today's game
0: continues with the Blue Raider wrap-up show. Blue Raider football is brought to you by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of bunny, sunbeam, and healthy life breads. And by GEICO, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Let's join Dwayne Hickey and Tennessee Radio
21: Hall of Famer, Dick Palmer. And welcome into the Raider Wrap Up presented by Lewis Bakeries. It's time to name the Bunny Bread Rising Star. Now this will be the player stepped up to the challenge today. And Dwayne, uh, we had a few we had a few choices today, particularly on the defensive side of the ball.
19: Uh, we certainly did. It comes from the defensive side of the ball today. You heard Chip and Wes tout the entire defense as their player of the game, but our Bunny Bread Rising Star today will be Gregory Great. Safety 14 tackles today, 10 of them solo. He also had a forced fumble along the way. So, Gregory Great, our buddy bred rising star of the game.
21: Well, the defense was on the field for something like what 95 plays that uh, the UTSA eight, ran eight, 89 to 89 be exact. 89 plays. And uh, they, I thought they, they represented uh, the team well today. It, it was a 27- 13 loss. The Raiders scored twice late in the game. We'll get to get to the uh, uh, replays and the highlights of the game in just a minute. But the Raiders were just really completely dominated in that game by, by UTSA. Oh well,
19: they certainly were. I mean, to, to, to kind of add to your point, the defense was on the field tonight, 36 minutes. 59 seconds so in essence they were on the field for 37 of the 60 minutes of the football game tonight and you, defensively you just you you know you can't you can't be out there that long and uh, you're you had middle Tennessee with offensively who had eight consecutive drives or eight out of nine drives that were three plays and out so the defense
21: was just going sideline back out sideline back out it was just Sort of a turnstile, if you will. It's right at the top of the hour. We need to pause for ten seconds for station identification, as you listen to Middle Tennessee football, the
0: flagship station for Blue Raiders sports.
11: Conference USA champs, Raiders
21: win the championship. News
0: radio WGNS Murfreesboro.
21: Dick Palmer, Dwayne Hickey, with you here on the Raider Wrap Up Show, twenty-seven to thirteen. The final score. This game started just like any other game. The the teams were kind of feeling each other out early in the game. Uh, the Raiders on uh, their second possession were unable to uh, pick up a first down and and lost the ball on downs. Actually going for a, a first down at the San Antonio 38 yard line, but did not make it. UTSA took over, but the Raiders picked up a turnover. Uh, on a U.S UTSA fumble uh, again, and were unable to move the ball, had to punt it away. And UTSA got the ball at the 14yard line, and went on an 86yard seven play drive, a 33yard pass uh, to Franklin, their outstanding uh, wide receiver, with three minutes left in the first quarter gave UTSA a 7-0 lead, and that was the score at the end of the first quarter. In the second quarter, uh, UTSA with the ball starting on the 42-yard line in their own territory, moved it down to the Middle Tennessee 34, where the Middle Tennessee defense stepped up once again. Harris claps his hands, gets it, straight drop.
1: Raiders come with pressure. They'll throw it out. there, are intercepted. It's Quincy Riley on the far side. He's got to beat the quarterback, makes a move inside, got a block. Inside the 25 to the 20, and down to the 17-yard line goes Quincy Riley. And it was the quarterback, no, it was the running back, Sincere McCormick, who made the tackle. But Quincy Riley, a huge play, intercepted it at the 25, returns it 56 yards to the 19.
2: Just just a now route to the left side and, and the ball was uh, ball was one late and then it was thrown just a touch inside and Quincy did a really good job recovering and getting back to the football and cutting it off for the receiver got it.
1: Middle Tennessee picks up their second defensive turnover of the day.
21: So the Raiders get the ball at the San Antonio 19 but are unable to capitalize on it and turn it over On an interception of their own, UTSA gets the ball at the 20-yard line. They drive right down the field, 72 yards in 16 plays, kick a 30-yard field goal, go out in front by a score of 10 to nothing. And that was a halftime score. And you go into halftime down 10 to nothing, Dwayne, you figure you're still in the football game.
19: You think so. You think you're still in the football game, especially considering how poorly offensively you had done in the first half. Unable to do anything, and you felt like okay we can get in ten nothing, make some adjustments at halftime, uh, and if you could, you know, hold UTSA who would get the ball to start the second half, uh, to you know get them three and out, maybe keep them from scoring. You felt like you could be in a pretty good spot. Okay,
21: ten to nothing at halftime. We'll take a break. We'll be back to recap the second half for you right after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
13: Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Coach Rick Stockstill. Have you heard about the MTSU debit card from Ascend Federal Credit Union? This is exactly what you need for your busy lifestyle. Need some cash? Use this card fee free at Ascend's two on-campus ATMs and at thousands of ATMs worldwide. Bank where the Blue Raiders belong. Ascend Federal Credit Union. Exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics.
7: Ascend is federally insured by NCUA. Visit us at ascend.org.
21: Welcome back into the Raider Wrap-Up Show. 10-0 halftime with UTSA leading Middle Tennessee. But if you recall, the Roadrunners won the toss before the game, and they deferred, which meant that they would get the ball first in the second half. And they did that. Uh, They took the ball and kept it for almost five minutes on a drive, 76 yards in 15 plays. They scored on a pass, uh, a 12-yard pass from Harris to Cephas to go up by a score of 17 to nothing, and the Raiders on the uh, next uh, drive were unable to move. They actually had seven plays, no, six plays, I think, and had to punt. In fact, the Raiders did not have a drive over six plays in the entire ballgame. UTSA on the next drive moved it down but again it was Quincy Riley with another interception uh, his second of the day and the Raiders uh, pick it off uh, for their third uh, takeaway and were again unable to move just three and out and, and that happened time after time in the second half and in the fourth quarter the fourth quarter had just started with UTSA taking the ball at the 38 yard line in their own territory. They attempted a 32 yard field goal. They already uh, led in the ball game by a score of 17 to nothing, and the Raider defense stepped up again. Fourth down and seven, and the field goal unit comes on
1: Hunter Duplessis. This will be a 32 yard, and it's blocked, and no good. We'll try to see on the replay who blocked it, but for Middle Tennessee, that is their 31st blocked field goal and the first block kick of the year for the Blue Raiders.
21: And that block, it was later determined, was uh, by a redshirt freshman, Trey Flew Allen, who coincidentally is from the state of Texas one of three Texans on the Blue Raider roster, actually from Gilmer, Texas, which is the hometown of the head coach of San Antonio, Jeff Trailer, who was a uh, uh, very successful high school football coach at Gilmer High School before he moved into the college ranks. Uh, <clears throat> but be that as it may, the score remained 17 to nothing after that blocked field goal. Uh, So then the Raiders got the ball at the 20-yard line, and on the second play of the drive, uh, disaster struck again. Chase Cunningham. Play fake.
1: Now being chased, he's going to be hit. The ball comes loose. Picked up and scoring. Uh, it was Tremaine Bell on the hit that knocked the ball loose. And the touchdown on the scoop and score, Lorenzo Dantzler. The Blue Raiders' second turnover of the day ends in points for UTSA. Uh, I mean, I know, I know Chase is trying to make something happen. And, and, you
2: know, it's, your back's against the wall here, but you got to protect the football. you got to throw the football away. Uh, you can't keep looking for receivers to get open, not with that front. That keeps, keeps coming back there and getting with you. you gotta you got to unload that ball in the front row of the stadium.
21: So in a span of just 21 seconds, the Raiders went from a high to a low as the, uh, the ball was recovered in the end zone by the Roadrunners for a 24 to nothing lead as uh, play continued early in the fourth quarter and again the Raiders unable to move the football until very late in the game uh, they got it with uh, just a little bit over four minutes left to play and with Chase Cunningham at quarterback he uh, engineered the Raiders first scoring drive of the game Cunningham with Anderson
1: They'll fake it to Anderson. They'll look, throw toward the corner, wide open. Jimmy Marshall touchdown. He got by somebody, and Jimmy Marshall came wide open. Chase Cunningham threw off his back foot, and it's six for the Blue Raiders. Yeah, they they did a crossing route. Brought Jimmy
2: across, got the flow going to the right. Brought Jimmy from the right to across the field to the left, and uh, he was all alone as the old. Dante Lofton played, but out in the middle of the field, and he got, he got some depth.
21: So 54 yards in four plays. Jimmy Marshall with a touchdown reception to make it 27-6. Uh, UTSA unable to move the ball, punted back to Middle Tennessee. The Raiders got the ball uh, late in the game, and again it was Chase Cunningham leading the Raiders down the field. Ball is going to be at the 16-yard
1: line. Cunningham looks, throws over the middle, batted down and nearly intercepted. He was looking for Jaron Pierce, and it was a little bit behind him. And the ball got tapped, but it's going to be second down. Are they calling a penalty there? No, they're calling it a touchdown. Oh, Did he catch it? Uh, he sure did. Wow, we all of us missed that. Well, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Jaron Pierce with the catch. It looked like it was batted down. I hated to leave you, lead you guys astray on that, but... So, 27-12, and the kick by Rankin is up and good.
21: So... That's why we pay West Counts the big bucks that we do. We <laughs> yes we do. Twenty-seven to thirteen was the final score as UTSA uh, wins the game. They they really dominated this football game, and uh, the Raiders got on the board twice late, which was good, but we just were not able to get anything going offensively in, until late in the game.
19: Well just to give you a little perspective, Middle Tennessee finished the game with 199 total yards. 123 of those came in the last two drives. So going into those last two drives, Middle Tennessee had less than 80 yards in total offense through three and a half quarters. So the
21: Raiders did avoid the shutout. They had not been shut out since the opening game of last season against Army, and it's been actually a have been shut out very few times during Coach Stock's uh, 16 years here. But uh, 27-13, to the final. The Raiders actually scored, uh, or uh, the defense actually held San Antonio to fewer points than they scored last year, which would have been enough to win the game. But the Raiders' offense was just not able to to be up to the task
19: today. Certainly were not. They uh, offensively, uh, as you heard Coach Stock in the post-game interview, they just got beat at the line of scrimmage. Uh, you know, it didn't matter who was uh, at quarterback or who was in the backfield running the football. Uh, they got beat at the line of scrimmage, so everything you know, you were starting it as every play at a disadvantage.
21: All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back. We'll check some numbers on this game, scores of other games, and more coming up as the Raider wrap-up continues on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
18: We recently talked to a world-renowned gemologist. Hmm. The optic character of this ruby is
0: brilliant. And the refractive index on this sapphire is simply superb. And judging by the writing on the top of this diamond, I'd say that it could be worth up to $500,000. I'll give it a scratch just to make sure. Woo! We've got ourselves a real gem here! Take it from the experts. The new September Instant Games are truly brilliant. See for yourself. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly.
21: Welcome in to our Raider Wrap-Up Show. San Antonio wins the first conference game uh, between the two teams, 27-13, over Middle Tennessee, and they now take a 3-1 lead in the series, which uh, is a short series because San Antonio didn't start football until 2011. Now, we'll take a look at some of the numbers in this game, and I do want to warn you that listener discretion is advised.
19: <laughs> we'll start with our team stats mr palmer total yards on the night you've already heard me mention middle tennessee 199 yards in total offense utsa 452 middle tennessee through the air 191 yards the Roadrunners 277 rushing middle tennessee had net eight yards rushing tonight and utsa had 175 net yard rushing penalties 5 for 47 for the Blue Raiders, 7 for 60 for UTSA. First downs, 11 for Middle Tennessee, 23 for UTSA. Third downs, Middle Tennessee, 2 of 14. UTSA, 50% on the night, 10 of 20 on third down. Both teams did try one fourth down conversion. Middle Tennessee was 0 of 1, UTSA 1 of 1. Total plays, Middle Tennessee, 55 plays, averaging 3.6 yards per play, while UTSA had 89 plays averaging 5.1 yards per play red zone middle tennessee was 1 for 2 tonight in the red zone while utsa was 2 of 4 time of possession 36:59 for the roadrunners 23:01 for the blue raiders turnovers middle tennessee committed two turnovers utsa converted that into 12 points while utsa turned it over three times middle tennessee got zero points off three utsa turnovers sacks tonight Middle Tennessee had two sacks UTSA sacked Middle Tennessee quarterbacks five times tackles for loss Middle Tennessee had six and UTSA had nine take a look at some individual numbers first for the Blue Raiders Chase Cunningham 9 of 18 on the night 250 or excuse me 150 yards and two touchdowns Belly Hockman, 5 of 12, 41 yards, no touchdowns, one interception. Middle Tennessee quarterbacks on the night, 14 of 30, 191, two touchdowns and an interception. Three players passed the football tonight for UTSA. Frank Harris did most of that. He was 24 of 39, 264 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Josh Atkins came in after Harris left the game for a brief period of time. Two for five was Atkins, 13 yards, and Brendan Brady, Attempted one pass. It was incomplete. So passing tonight, UTSA 25, excuse me, 26 of 45, 277 yards, two touchdowns and two interceptions. Rushing the ball for Middle Tennessee, Martel Petaway, six carries for 23 yards. Amir Rasul eight carries for 23 yards. Frank Pizant, two carries for one yard. Delelo carried it once for no gain elder carried it once for minus two yards chase cunningham four times for minus 12 bailey hockman three times for minus 25 utsa sincere mccormick led the way 100 yard rushing night for the junior from converse texas he had 23 carries 105 yards frank harris 10 carries for 56 yards brendan brady 8 for 18 bj daniels 2 for minus 2 and that rounds out the rushers for UTSA. Middle Tennessee receiving Isaiah Gaethings led the way today. Three catches, 65 yards along of 46. Jimmy Marshall, two catches for 51 and a touchdown. Yusuf Ali, glad to have Yusuf back. Two catches tonight for 25 yards. Jamichael Thompson, two for 20. Jaron Pierce, two for t- 15 and a touchdown. DJ England Chisholm, two for 10. And Martel Petaway, one for five. For UTSA. Zachary Franklin led the way. Another 100-yard receiving night for him. He had 100 yards in the game against Middle Tennessee last year. Tonight, 8 for, four, eight for 114 and a touchdown. Joshua Cephas, 8 for 84 and a touchdown. DeCorian Clark, 5 for 46. Oscar Cadaris, 2 for 15. Sincere McCormick, 2 for 12. Trayvon Bradley, 1 for 6. ranning out the receptions for UTSA.
21: We do want to mention that the Raiders did have some players held out tonight uh, for uh, medical reasons, and they included uh, Shaitan Mobley, uh, Jalen Lane, and uh, the Raiders' leading uh, tackler, uh, DJ uh, BQ Thomas. The linebacker did not play tonight. Cody Smith filled in for him, did a credible job, I thought. And again, it was the... uh, the Raiders' safeties, Greg Wright and Blankenship, who actually made the majority of the tackles for Middle Tennessee.
19: Well, you mentioned Cody Cody Smith uh, tonight, nine tackles on the night. So, Cody did a nice job. Uh, Jordan Ferguson, from his defensive line spot, had eight tackles. Geronte Davis, the junior college transfer, also uh, had eight tackles. Or excuse me, he had seven tackles tonight. So, uh, again, Raquan uh, Hartley came in at a linebacker spot, had six tackles. Uh, You know, one of the other stats that jumped out at me, Dick, was UTSA's defense made 50 total tackles tonight. Middle Tennessee's defense made 95 total tackles. So, again, when you look at the time of possession – uh, the length of the drives, all those things. you know Middle Tennessee's defense just got worn down tonight uh, because offensively they were not able to sustain anything.
21: Right. UTSA had two drives of, uh, of over 70 yards. Both took about five minutes off the clock, uh, one in the first half, which led to a field goal, another in the second half on the first possession, which led to a touchdown. And, and the Raiders, uh, as you said, did not have a single drive in the game go over six plays.
19: They did not and you know they had that stretch where eight out of nine were three plays or less. One of those was a two-play drive with an interception.
21: Now I'm going to talk until you can uh, get your scores to come up. We'll check scores of other games in the conference and uh, see how the other teams are doing.
19: Well right now with nine minutes 30 seconds remaining fourth quarter Florida Atlantic with the football on top of Fordham 28-14. 28-14. to 14. Final from Atlanta, GA, and Middle Tennessee's next opponent, Charlotte, not going to be happy. They went to Atlanta tonight. Georgia State gets the victory 20-9 to 9 to drop Charlotte to 2-1, and 1. so Middle Tennessee will be heading to the Queen City on Friday night and probably an angry bunch of 49ers. And there should be an angry bunch of Blue Raiders. I hope you are correct, so it could be anger versus anger on Friday night. remaining fourth quarter. Texas Tech, no problem with Florida International 54-21. Two minutes, fourth quarter down in Hattiesburg. And Troy, after getting off to a slow start, now leading Southern Miss 21-9. Fourth quarter score from Denton, Texas. North Texas finds a way to keep from being shut out. It was 33-0 UAB. North Texas has just scored to make it 33-6. 13-47 remaining in the contest. Tough night in Austin, Texas for the Rice Owls. I give up 28 second-quarter points. Third-quarter score from Austin, Texas 51, Rice nothing. Oh, ouch. Final from earlier tonight, and if you didn't see it, heartbreak number two of the season for Louisiana Tech. They had Mississippi State beat and gave up a touchdown late. Tonight, they have SMU beat at home. Six seconds remaining in the ballgame. SMU throws a Hail Mary pass that the Louisiana Tech defender attempts to bat down, and instead he bats it right to an SMU receiver who makes the catch in the end zone for the touchdown, SMU 39, Louisiana Tech 37.
21: One of the games I was interested in today was the Virginia Tech west virginia game a renewal of that rivalry and of course since we played virginia tech last week and we got to see the latter part of that game virginia tech was down 27 21 had the ball first and goal at the two-yard line and west virginia was able to keep them out of the end zone and and come away with a victory but virginia
19: tech came back in that game they were down three scores at one point in that ball game Two more games involving Conference USA teams to wrap up that scoreboard. Marshall, at the end of three quarters, led 38-21. to East Carolina, in the fourth quarter, scores 21 unanswered points to defeat the previously undefeated Marshall in Huntington tonight, 42-38. East Carolina gets their first win of the season. And then final from... Uh, over in North Carolina, Liberty defeated Old Dominion 45-17. In Middle Tennessee, we'll
21: see both those teams later in the year. No doubt. So, the Raiders will go to Charlotte next week. That's a Friday night game, 5:30 30 uh, kickoff, which means our pregame show will start at 4 o'clock and it'll be the second consecutive conference game on the road for the Blue Raiders.
19: And it is, and it's one of four consecutive for Middle Tennessee on the road. So we'll see if the Blue Raiders can bounce back after what has to be, you know, one of the more disappointing performances, at least offensively, of the Rick Stockstill era.
21: Okay, and as far as UTSA is concerned, they're still undefeated. They will travel to Memphis next week uh, for a 2.30 kickoff against the Memphis Tigers at the Liberty Bowl Stadium. So it's Middle Tennessee – and Charlotte next Friday night uh, on the Blue Raider Network. We'll have the pregame show at 4, kickoff at 5.30. Final score tonight, UTSA 27 and Middle Tennessee 13. For Dwayne Hickey, our studio producer, Jake Wallman, this is Dick Palmer. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next week with more Blue Raider football from Learfield.
3: Hey college football fans, I'm Mike Golick And I'm Kate Scott This fall we are bringing you a fresh new way to hear college football play-by-play Golick and I teaming up for college football Saturday night powered by Learfield It's a bold new way
4: to listen to college football Smart, fun, refreshing, food, I added that A unique radio (laughs) play-by-play experience And I'm so looking forward to broadcasting live alongside Kate this fall
3: College football Saturday night powered by Learfield Hope you'll join us
0: Thanks for joining us for today's broadcast of MTSU football. Blue Raider football is brought to you by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider athletics. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation
10: of the Blue Raider Network.